This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number 95 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. Today, I'd like to welcome to the stage, we have none other than Tide Broadbelt with Tide Argelia. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Uh, I nailed it. One for one already. So excited. So excited. So thank you, Tide, for for joining us today. I'm excited to learn a little bit about what you do here in our community. Now it's our pleasure. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in to learn more about our great community and the businesses that serve us. So Tide, please share with everybody a little bit about your business. Tell us what you do. Okay, sure. So my business is a bit multifaceted. I'm a fashion designer that create unique pieces for special occasions like weddings, birthday parties, mother of the bride, et cetera. Uh, I also love to create unique pieces for my signature collection, pieces made from Mola, a handmade textile made by the Gunayala woman of my birth country, Panama. And um, I mainly love to design dresses because I want dressing in the morning to be easy and fast. I also do some alterations, including altering men's suits. I do my husband's suits all the time, very nicely. And I I was also a teacher in New York. I moved recently to Florida and I'm gonna be teaching sewing classes, draping, pattern making, and modeling classes here in the Florida area, Davie, where I'm at. Well, interesting, you touched upon so many different things in such a short (laughs) time there. I wanna unpack everything. So you you mentioned that you're, you're initially from Panama, um, yes. and you mentioned you get some of your you know materials from down there, and uh, yes. and you mentioned that you were a teacher. So let's kind of yes. go one step at a time. T- talking about your prior um, teaching, were you te- were you always involved with this specific industry uh, from early on, or is, did you have like a prior life that before this that and you got into this? Tell us a little bit about your journey that led you here. Well, I. I learned to teach, I'm sorry, I learned to sew and create beautiful garments from my mom. My mom was also a tailor and designer, and I was introduced to that. I was around that all my life, really. And uh, somehow I gravitated towards that, went to college for that. I went to Border College in Atlanta. Um, then I started working at Anna Sui. Uh, I then did a lot of freelancing. I I worked with a company in New York called The Ground Crew, where we provided uh, professional tailoring and professional backstage dressing for New York Fashion Week, uh, Mercedes-Benz New York Fashion Week. And that allowed me to get um, experience with different designers like uh, Tommy Hilfiger, Donna Karen, uh, Vera Wang, many designers. I did also, I love working with uh, Victoria's Secret Fashion, um, at their fashion show that they did once a year. That was amazing because I you get to inspect. I love looking at how clothes is made. And as a teacher, because I taught at the High School of Fashion Industries, I taught uh, sewing and designing at the High School of Fashion Industries in Manhattan. And one of the things that my students always complain about is that why do we have to baste? So when I did the Victoria's Secret fashion shows, I will sneak and take a few pictures and be like, look, 
they based the Victoria's Secret um, garments, some of them. So you need to do your basting. So oh, it was really oh, good. Oh, 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 hold up a second. The based basting? Basting. So not Can with please, basting. Not everybody knows what's going on here. Please share share with us what that is. I'm curious. Okay, so basting, not in cooking, but in sewing. <laughs> basting is when you do hand sewing with a needle and thread and hand sewing. There are different types of basting, even, uneven, so on. That you will learn if you take one of my beginner sewing classes. But Basting is very helpful for just helping you to keep uh, garments, well, fabric pieces together as you are in the process of creating your beautiful uh, dresses or whatever you're making. So, but uh, it was really great to see that some of those uh, amazing bras and and garments that they made at Victoria's Secret, they they still had some basting left there you wouldn't see it on on camera but i worked backstage so i was able to inspect and it was amazing to just go back to my classroom and show my kids look basting is essential <laughs> uh, i learned something new every day right yeah the only the only yeah. basting i knew of was thanksgiving when i used when i based my turkey that's, that's the only application of that word i knew of <laughs> oh goodness so can you speak i mean i'm i'm curious um from the like, from the outside looking in, somebody that that is not familiar with the fashion industry and the design industry, what are some common uh, myths or misconceptions that the general public has surrounding what you guys do? Well, I'm going to speak from a custom uh, or private owned um, aspect, and one of the main challenges that people like myself have is that uh, a lot of the customers, I'll say some, uh, would have a bit of trouble understanding our pricing. They have been so spoiled by fast fashion, cheap fashion, uh, just mass produced. So when they come to somebody like me that does custom work, custom meaning unique to your size, your shape, your beautiful features specific to you. Therefore, there isn't another piece that is identical because you are uh, choosing to have somebody create something unique to you. Therefore, the pricing is, is going to be higher than something that you might get in a department store or any mass-produced store, uh, any mass-produced um, uh, garment. So that is always has always been a bit of a, a challenge for people to understand pricing. And I wanted to really clarify what goes into that pricing. First of all, you have somebody that is creating a unique piece just for you. Uh, the other thing is that. Uh, majority of what is being created is either 90 to 100% made by that one person. If they do get some assistance here and there, it's not like when you are in uh, getting a garment that is made for Macy's or whatever big department store where somebody is making just sleeves or somebody is doing just hems. No, this custom garment is made 90 to 100% by that one or maybe two or three other people, depending on the uh, intricacy of that garment. 
the other thing that I wanted to also um, bring up is the challenge that people like myself have if we do decide to make a limited quantity of uh, production, maybe uh, 20 pieces, 30 pieces. It's always usually under 100 pieces, if that much. And when we decide that and we go looking for companies that are called contractors or factories that, uh, to help us with making uh, multiples of these pieces, we come up with a, a challenge of having finding a contractor that will take our work because a lot of times they want thousands. So if you're not coming with an order of thousands of pieces or even hundreds of pieces, they they really are telling you no right away. And if the the ones that do take a minimum quantity of of, of um, garments for you for them to make of your specific pattern, the price is higher because yeah, the, yeah. the smaller the order, the higher the price. The larger the order, the the lower the price. Therefore, for the retailer. That's why if you have um, garments that are in the thousands of pieces, then you could pay less because thousands of you are going to see a thousand girls at the club or at the that yeah. wedding with your dress because you went to a mass produced um, garment uh, store to go get your pay. Whereas if you come to me or somebody else that does custom, they're most likely you're not going to find somebody else with that garment. And you're gonna look unique and special. One of a kind, baby. One of a kind. One of a kind. That's right. Uh oh, get apologize to listeners if you're getting any a little echo back there. As as per um, happens sometimes, we have a little uh, technical difficulties, but um, it seems to be seems to have worked itself out. Now you mentioned something there that I wanted to that, that resonated with me, and I'm glad you mentioned it. And I'd like to share. Um, you talked about uh, the cost differential, right? Getting some, you know. Uh, factory made just generic yeah. clothing that's not fitted for you and then and then investing in something that's fitted to you. So yeah. You know, I've had fitted suits before. I've had clothing that's been tailored to me and I I, I would mention to anybody while it's not cheap get at least one garment, one one piece of clothing that is custom made and fit to you yeah. with a material that feels good on you because when you put that on your body, it mm -hmm. changes how you feel about yourself. Oh yeah, I, I felt it the other day. Like I'm guilty myself of wearing the same stuff and wearing. Right, I have some nice shirts that I haven't worn in a while, and I put on a really nice but custom fit button down shirt the other day, mm -hmm. and I just felt like a million dollars. I felt Ooh. different, as a, and I, I didn't want to take it off. Tie day at the end of the day, it was like five o'clock. I was like, I'm just gonna wear this, and it makes yes. you feel good about yourself. So I, I encourage everybody to make an investment at least once in something just to see how that feels, and then you know you don't have to get all the clothing at once. You can get a piece, mm -hmm. you know. At one point, That's and then right. another one later, and then over, over time, you build up a collection of nice clothes, and it helps your self confidence, right? That's right. That's right. I tailored. I remember uh, one of the first suits that I tailored for my husband, and it became his most favorite suit to wear because he was getting compliments left and right from men and women. Okay, so it was just this thing where he just loved that suit. And just I, for me, I love when I create something or alter something for someone. I do, like I said, I do Mother of the Bride garments. And a lot of times, especially in the area of Mother of the Bride, they're, they're not finding things. They're finding things that they like in mass-produced stores, but they're not finding the size. 
for their uh, for them for them to feel great and when i create specific things even if it's that i'm somewhat replicating something like oh they come with this uh, picture of this garment oh i love this can you make this uh, i could do that as well um, i do like creating more unique pieces but the idea is when i see the smile on their faces of just like wow this fits me like a glove i look amazing and then when they show me the pictures or videos of them at their uh at the their daughter's wedding or whoever's uh wedding or event that they went and and just the compliments and like oh my gosh i was getting compliments all night that is is what i adore about what i do that is awesome. And you said earlier, you're talking about how you made the suit for your husband. Um, you know, I altered, I altered a suit. I altered a suit and suit making a suit is very, very, very intricate. So I do the alterations. I'm not going to even say that I'm, I make suits. I don't, it, it's just oh. that's another deep, um, <laughs> that takes a lot. I can, but it's just, mm -mm, that's a lot you, of time. You, you're gonna you're gonna have to make one for me though. Ah, well, <laughs> you're gonna have to get online because my husband is still waiting for me to make him uh, <laughs> make the pants. I I'll never finished the top. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a number and uh, I'll wait for you to get back to me on that one. Uh, it's so funny that uh, you're mentioning about mother of the bride. And you're talking about uh, wedding. It's so fun. So funny how things happen. I, like I mentioned before, we jumped on the show. The last guest I had on right before last episode was uh, local. Um, women's clothing boutique in Cooper City, G Marie Boutique, where they have custom women's clothes and 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 things like that. And then I have have you on and you're talking about mother of the bride, wedding dress. The next guest I have on is my future brother-in-law who's getting married to my wife's sister uh, sometime oh, next year. And I'm thinking as you're talking, I'm like, oh, I got to connect you with them. Maybe you can make a dress yes. for them. This is so cool. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serendipitous, right? Serendipitous. So yeah, let's shift for a moment and then we'll wrap up. Tell us a little bit about um, what you like. I mean, obviously you have a lot of fun with what you do for work, but tell us what you like to do outside of work. Maybe share a little bit about your family. Well, I love to go to the beach. I actually, um, as I mentioned before, I'm, we've been, we moved from New York to Florida. And the reason why is because we wanted to be, uh, have access to a beach because my husband and I, we both love uh, the beach. We were tired of the cold. So that is one of the things that we love to do for fun. Um, just, it, it, it affords me the opportunity to really just have a moment of, of serene peace and just be grateful for, because sometimes you think about it, it's like, wow, we're just a little speck amongst this um, massive ocean. And it just allows you to just be, be grateful for your blessings and, and, and just abundance of life around you. So it's just, that's why I love going to the beach. But I also love that down here in Florida, they have amazing thrift stores and I love to go to thrift stores. There's one in particular, I'm a plug Phoenix. in American thrift store. So oh. there is a, oh, interesting. I have, 
well, this is only audio, but uh, I created this this one dress that is called the June dress. It's made out of um, old denim. Actually, my husband had uh, some old denim that he was gonna get rid of, and I was like, let me have those. And I took them apart and started just making patches, kind of quilt somewhat, and I created a dress that I call the June dress, and. Uh, I combined the denim with with mole from my country, and and um, going to American thrift store is really great because I get to grab some of uh, the denim pieces that they have there. As a lot of what I do, also I like to do sustainable fashion, uh, what you could say, kind of recycled or or upcycling, creating uh, something new out of something old. So because a lot of times we just have a lot of clothing in our closets that we don't wear or, and, and there's a lot of uh, uh, clothing pollution. We A lot of people go shopping because that fast fashion, but we throw away stuff a lot. So upcycling or sustainable fashion is, is something great. Create something new out of something old. Share with us the one thing that you'd like for listeners to know about your business. Well, the one main thing is that whatever I make or whatever service I provide, it is done with love and gratitude because uh, I think people need to, I think that's, that, that's the main reason why I guess I, I, people gravitate to me because I'm very truthful of how I tell them how something is made, what is, what is, how it's going to look on them because uh, you don't want somebody to lie to the, to you and be like, yeah, that looked good. Yeah, that will work. No, I'm very yeah. truthful in a nice way. I'm very truthful. I'm going to tell you what is going to work and what is not. And also it's just the interaction for me. I also want to just share love in, in how I interact. So that's, I think that's besides the talent, which everybody there, there's so many designers out there. I think my gift is just sharing love in my service to others. Absolutely. Yeah. When something is made with love and intention, the final product is always better. Yes. For sure. Yes. So, okay, cool. In closing, why don't you share with our listeners how they could learn more, uh, how they could reach you, um, maybe your website, your, uh, I know you're located right in the heart of Davey, maybe share your address, your phone number, all that good stuff. Sure. So for those that are interested in reaching out to me, I could be reached via, uh, there's a website that you could check out. It's Taide Argelia. I will spell that out. T as in Thomas, A-I, D as in David, E-A-R-G-E-L-I-A.com. Taide Argelia.com. My Instagram pages, Taide at Taide Argelia, same thing. And also for those interested in any sewing classes or modeling class for the youth and sewing classes for adults, beginners, sewing classes for kids, my other Instagram page is absolutely, I'm going to spell that, that's A, B as in boy, underscore, sew, like S-E-W to sew, underscore, lutely, absolutely, A, B, underscore, S-E-W, underscore, L-U-T-E-L-Y, absolutely. 
<laughs> love it, love it. And how about maybe your contact, your phone number? If you, I don't think you yes, that yet. So my phone number, 954-870-5656. 954-870-5656. If you'd like to visit my studio um, by appointment, make a call and definitely stop by. Uh, basically, it's a work in process studio. It is, it's, it's a studio where I create. So create if it's if it's tidy is because I have no work. If it's messy, I've been working. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. So and as always, we'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Tide, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. No, it's our pleasure. And as always, thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to gnpcoopercity.com. That's gnpcoopercity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.